voicemail of Cassandra Ellis. One message. Uh, hey, Cass. Sorry to bother you, but uh, this is kind of important. Well, it may not seem too important to you, but I figured I'd let you know anyways. <sighs> Something just came up for me and the rest of the girls. And I'm not really sure what's going on, but just hear me out. All of us are going to be leaving for a while. I don't know how long we're going to be gone or where we're even going, but I wanted to let you know. But I'm, uh, I'm not just calling you to freak you out about all of this. I don't even know if you're worried about any of this, <laughs> but if I'm going to be gone for who knows how long, do you, do you think you could, uh, I don't know, water my plants for me? I know it doesn't seem like a lot, but I don't really know what's going on right now, and I'm not sure I can take something else falling apart. Thanks a lot, Cass. I'll, uh, I'll call you as soon as I can, alright? Okay, bye. Voicemail of Cassandra Ellis. One message. Hey, Cass. I, I know it's been a while, and I'm sorry. I'm sorry if I freaked you out with everything I said in my last message, and I'm sorry for leaving you with just that for almost two months. But I'm not sorry for telling you what I did. I mean, if I disappear off the face of the earth, I need someone to make this whole thing into some true crime podcast, and I think you might be my best choice. <laughs> God, I miss you. I hope you're alright. I hope nothing has happened to you because of what I told you and what you know. You probably already know a lot more than you're supposed to, but it makes things here feel a lot better if I know that I have someone to call and talk to, even if you can't call me back. I wish I could tell you more, though. I wish I could tell you everything. But I don't want anyone else to get hurt because of everything that's happening. And I wish you could call me back. You have no idea how much I could use to hear your voice right now. But all incoming calls and messages are blocked where I am. Alright, I have to go, but I'll call you again as soon as possible. Bye. Voicemail of Cassandra Ellis. One message. Hey, Cass. I know it's been a while, and I'm sorry. I don't have much to tell you this time. Well, I have a lot I could tell you, but I don't want to put you in any sort of danger. I just wanted to let you know that the, uh, the thing I have going on is going to last a while longer. I'm not sure how much longer, so I don't even know when I'll be home. I know you probably don't even listen to these messages, but it makes me feel a little bit better knowing that maybe there's someone out there who's actually listening to my messages. All right, well, I gotta go, but I miss you. Bye, Cass.
Good afternoon, Miss Foreman. Now, before we get started, I just want to let you know how helpful you've been lately. Helpful? If I've been doing anything that's helpful to you, then I have been doing something wrong. On the contrary, Miss Foreman. You remember giving me the name of a, well, let's just call him a co-worker of yours, don't you, Harrison Woods? <laughs> wow. Okay, I thought you meant that I gave you some actually helpful information. <laughs> Look, I'm just going to be honest with you here. Harrison may be many things, but a traitor to his people? Yeah, not one of them. I'll give him that as much as I hate him. Well, it's certainly nice to hear that the two of you don't seem to get along, because I was hoping that you might be able to help me find out a little bit more about Mr. Woods. You see, as much as I try, I'm having trouble finding out anything about him and the rest of your little group. Would you care to fill me in on some of the details? That's a good one, Weaver. Do you really think I'm going to help you and stab my friends in the back like that? You must be delusional. No, not at all, Hazel. I'm just under the impression that you want to get out of here as soon as possible. Does that sound about correct? You maybe... You maybe want to get back to a boyfriend? What? No. A, a girlfriend, then? Definitely not. I don't want to get back to either. Ever. All right, but my point still stands. I think it's in both of our best interests if you tell me more about Woods. And consider this. The faster I can get this information to the higher-ups, the faster they'll lose interest in you, and the faster you and your sisters are off of my hands. Okay. Fine. You really want to know what I think of Woods? I hate him. He came into our operation like he owned the place and took it completely over like it was his idea from the start. He twisted everything we stood for into something to further his own grab for power. Interesting. So, would it be too far off from the truth to assume that you didn't intend to assassinate the president of the guild? And if so, then why didn't you just say so from the start? Of course I didn't want to assassinate anyone. <sighs> Look, it may be hard for you to understand this, but I didn't want to kill anyone. And yes, I do hate the president of the guild, but murdering her was never on my to-do list. That was all Harrison's idea. Our goal from the beginning was to find a way to get someone else on top. Someone who actually had everyone's best interests in mind. I'm not sure what you mean by that, Miss Foreman. Of course you don't. You're up here working for the Guild, loving all the power it gives you, while the rest of us have to work extra hard to get even a moment of the Guild's attention. Those of you who are born from families of witches or have some sort of in with the Guild are perfectly fine, but... What about the rest of us? But, in the middle of our planning, in walks Harrison Woods and the whole thing is ruined by his hunger for power. Miss Foreman, are you sure that's what really happened? Agent Weaver, if that is the question you're asking me after all this, then I don't think I have anything more to say to you. Uh, 
<clears throat> All right, Miss Foreman. Thank you for your time. Good evening, Miss Cooley. I understand you may be wanting answers, but I just have a couple questions for you first. What the hell is going on here? If you think I'm going to answer your questions without any kind of explanation, then you're sorely mistaken. <sighs> Miss Cooley, I want to be done with this just as much as you, if not more. The sooner I can get something close to answers from you, the sooner I can get my supervisors off my back. Then I can get you some answers. Do I make myself clear? I guess so, but do I even want an explanation from you? You definitely haven't been putting in any extra effort to get us to like you. I can tell you aren't pleased with your current situation, and I understand. I do. But that doesn't mean that I get to bend the rules for you to make things more comfortable. This goes for all of you. Fine. The faster I answer your questions, the faster I can get out of here, right? What do you want to know? Good. First off, what do you know about the activities of Hazel Foreman over the months before you were brought here? What do you mean? She works some days, she takes online classes with the rest of us, and the rest of the time she's practicing her craft or just hanging around the apartment. What do you think she's been doing? I will answer that question. But first, just tell me this. What exactly is your relationship to Hazel Foreman? Hazel is my best friend, my sister. The rest of the girls used to call us partners in crime. And I'm not going to let you use me to help drag her down. So, tell me, why are all these questions about Hazel? And you better tell me the truth, because I'm not just going to go quietly back to that cell you've stuck me in and let you feed me lies. All right. I suppose you are owed a little bit of honesty, even if you don't want to hear it from me. Hazel was the lead suspect in a plot to assassinate the president of the guild. Due to very recent information, Hazel is no longer the leading suspect, but we do know that she had a hand in the plot, though we haven't had the time to look into the newer information she's given us. No, I don't believe you. Hazel has many faults. I'd be the first one to tell you so. But she wouldn't set out to hurt anyone just for the sake of it, and never with the intent of killing. I understand that wasn't what you wanted to hear, but that is what's going on. And I don't want to lie to you, because that could exponentially slow down this investigation. Now, I'll let you go back to the cell with the rest of your coven in just a moment to process all the information, and if you wouldn't mind, pass this information along to the rest of those girls. I assume they'll take it a lot better if they hear it from one of their own, rather than from the man who had a hand in locking them up. I just have one more question. Do you have any idea who Harrison Woods is? Yeah, I know that guy. Well, not personally, but I've heard enough about him from Hazel to feel like I know him well enough. Interesting. What has she told you about him? As much as she talks about him, it's usually the same general idea. He's just some asshole that she works with, but he started working with her months after she started, and apparently he got promoted to a higher position than her already. And look, I don't know too much about him, but I've heard that he's super rude and just loves being in a position of power over others. That's about it, though. Can I go now?
Yes. And thank you for the information you've given me. It's been helpful. Hazel, are you there? We need to talk. Leah? Yeah, I'm here. What do you need? I need a lot of things, Hazel, but I'm here for some answers. How many more answers do you need to be satisfied? I've already told you a lot more than I probably should. Stop with the small talk. Stop deflecting my questions. I'm tired of you not telling me the truth because you're too caught up in yourself to consider that there are other people affected by the mistakes you made. Now, tell me what's going on. Leah, what isn't going on at this point? All right. You want answers? I can give you answers, but I can't guarantee you'll like them. I don't care if I like them or not. You're one of the only people in this place I know I can trust, and I'm not exactly looking to lose that. Fine. You're probably going to hate me for saying this, and I wouldn't be surprised if you think that I deserve to be locked up here after I tell you what's really going on. Hazel, enough with the self-pity. We could talk in circles all night long, and nothing's going to get done. Now, get over yourself and talk to me. Everything that Weaver's been telling you, it's true. As much as I hate admitting it, the man is good at his job. He did his research, and he's been telling the truth about what I've done. So you mean to tell me that you really were trying to kill the president of the guild? Because, yeah, at this point, I'm not exactly a fan of the guild anymore, but I wouldn't go so far as to kill anyone because of it. I was involved in that plan. In a way. In a way? Hazel, you're either trying to kill someone or you're not. There isn't really an in-between there. Look, I was involved in the plot, but when I started out, we weren't trying to kill anyone, all right? We just... we just wanted to, um... I don't know, get rid of the president? All of us had seen firsthand how the guild protects his own, but barely anyone else, and we were all tired of that. So you decide to stage a coup that ends up getting you, and only you and your family, arrested? Well, believe it or not, Leah, that wasn't supposed to happen. And the whole assassination bit wasn't even my idea anyways. Did Weaver ever mention a name I gave him? Harrison Woods? Yeah, a while ago. But he never told me who that was, or what it meant that he had that name. Is he one of your people? Unfortunately, so. He is the reason there was an assassination plan to begin with. And if I'm being honest with you, he is probably the reason we are all stuck down here now. The two of us did not get along... And that's putting it lightly. I had gone against his idea to assassinate the president from the beginning, but he was in charge and he loved to make sure everyone was aware of that. We had been on pretty thin ice with each other in the months before we got brought here. I kept trying to tell him that we could achieve our goals without anyone having to die, and he kept telling me that he could go through with our operation without me if he really needed to. I'm guessing that one day he just got tired of me and tipped the guild off to the plan, but placed all of the blame on me. Well, shit. This is the private audio log of Leah Rose, here to continue my personal research on Alice Lee, the first director of the guild. Now, I know that this is a little bit out of order, but I think I found something about Alice that could change everything. 
According to the official Guild records, Alice stepped down as director in June of 1956. I found a newspaper article announcing Alice stepping down and the announcement of her successor. According to this article, Alice made an official statement about her resigning. She says that she feels that she has achieved all she could in her 34 years as Director Lee and thinks it's time for her to move on to something else. The article states that Alice Lee, director of the Witchcraft Guild of North America, will be stepping down at the end of June of 1956. She has announced that her successor will be Isadora Camillo. A quote from Alice says that, Isadora has been one of my direct subordinates for years, and I think that she will be the perfect fit for the job of director of the guild. Um... There isn't too much information in this article that looks like it could be important. There is this picture that was put with the article in the archives. On the back of the photograph, it says that this is a picture of director Isadora Camillo in August of 1956. But there's something interesting about this picture. This picture of Isadora looks a lot like the pictures I've seen of Alice in my time here. And hey, there's always the chance that I'm just imagining things or being paranoid, but I don't think that's what's going on here. I think this can all be tracked back to that blood magic that Alice was doing. Now, I'm not sure how, but I think that's probably what's going on, if everything I've found out about Alice already is anything to go on. When I was down in the print archives and I found this article, I looked back in the audio archives and I was able to find one of Alice's personal tapes from uh, the middle of May, right before she announced her resignation to the general public. Hopefully, this will give me a little bit more information about whatever Alice is going on here. This is the personal audio log of Alice Lee from May 19th, 1956. I am going to resign from the Guild. Well, I'm not resigning, but Director Alice Lee will be. I've been serving as Director of the Guild for quite some time. And while it doesn't seem like people want me out of office, and I certainly don't want to give up this power, I don't want to make anyone suspicious. No one outside of my most trusted inner circle knows about the whole blood magic thing. And even then, they don't know everything. <laughs> They're not even close. But they don't want me to step down. And frankly, I'm not exactly eager to give up my power. So... I don't see any reason to do so. As long as I'm smart and I cover up my tracks, I won't give anyone any reason to be suspicious and can go about getting things done as usual as long as I please. So here's my plan. Due to my use of blood magic, I am able to prolong my own lifespan so that I can continue on as guild director. But the general public can't know that. So the woman known as Alice Lee must die. And in her place, a new director will lead the guild on. As I am skilled in illusion magic, I will be able to... alter my appearance just enough to make it look as if I am not myself. As if I was never Alice. And to make sure this information is not revealed to the public, only my inner circle knows about this plan. And I have sworn them to definite secrecy using blood magic. My inner circle has also been informed that if a subordinate agent of the guild is to mention any suspicion to them, then they are to modify their memories if necessary. I will be announcing my successor in just two weeks. Hopefully everything will go to plan. I can't stand the thought of this going wrong. 
Well, that's certainly not what I expected to hear when I woke up this morning. I wonder if anyone ever found Alice out. And if no one did, is she still in control of the guild today? Does Hazel know about this? This is the official audio log of Agent Max Weaver. In this log, which goes directly to President Reese, I will be providing updates on the Foreman case and the work of Leah Rose. Hazel Foreman has been a lot more cooperative today than she has been. She gave up a sufficient amount of useful information, but I'm still confused on a few things. That woman, in the time I've been dealing with her, has wanted nothing more than to protect the rest of the coven from all of this business. But if that's her goal, then why did she get mixed up in all of this in the first place? But that's not too important. What is important are the facts. I'm going to want to look further into the whereabouts of Harrison Woods. He could be an important lead. Now, onto the matter of Leah Rose. She's making a lot more progress than I expected her to. So far, it appears that access to the audio archives has been serving her well. She hasn't been using all the tapes, but the ones she has used have been helpful. I actually think that the tapes themselves have been providing more useful information than the Guild has during this investigation. But it's probably not my place to say that. I will send another update if more progress is made on this case. Witches of the City was written by Kate Butler. We can be found at City Witches Podcast on Tumblr and Instagram, City Witches Pod on Twitter, and contacted at citywitchespodcast at gmail.com. Logo art done by Shotgun Sammy Stevens on Tumblr. This episode featured Kate Butler as Leah, Tina Daniels as Hazel, Wesley Bryan as Agent Weaver, Tal Manier as Alice Lee, and Glory Judah as Era. You can listen to Witches of the City wherever you listen to podcasts. Please take a moment to rate and review us. It'll help even more people find and listen to this story. Also, Witches of the City is currently running a casting call. For more information, check out the episode notes. Thanks for listening.